We want to thank you guys again for uh, joining us for another episode of Two DJs and One Mic, and that would be episode 51. 51? Yes, 51. And we're blessed today with one of our favorites, you know, Shannon Tarrant County, as we have given her name, you know, even though she's not from Tarrant County, County, but she is Tarrant County. Yes. That's how big she is. Yes. You know, yes. so we're grateful to, you know, have another opportunity to talk with Shannon. You know, I was blessed to meet her when we were in Chicago uh, and had the opportunity to listen to her seminar and it was wonderful. So how are you doing today, Shannon? I'm doing great today. Thanks so much for having me back. Oh, we've been trying to get you on since we left Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Schedule yeah, we just, messy. Yeah. Messy. yeah, we had so much fun talking to you. It was just, I'm just saying, it was just, it was so much information. And when I was sitting there in the seminar, I'm like, man, she is really giving it. Yeah. You know, it was, it was great. Nobody convicts Mike. You convicted Mike. He came back and made some business changes on just yes. what you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was a good thing. So what's been going on with you? Yeah, no, it's been a great year. I mean, that was summertime in June. And so, you know, implementing all this stuff, working through the plan of the year and, um, you know, trying to wrap it all up. I mean, we get to this time of year and it's there's like all the end of the year stuff and then all the planning for the following year. So our team works hard to do like goal setting and financial wrap up, all that crap we hate to do as business owners, but we have to do it anyways. Yeah. 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 The worst part of the end of the year, but it's good to set the plan for the next year. So when you were here in what when were you here? September, October? Uh no, it was June. Oh, when I was in uh in your area, uh September. In Dallas County instead of Tarrant County. Yeah, I was in Dallas County. Yeah, so you were here and uh what happened to you while you were here at nice? Um, so you know, when we come to the area speaking at some of the different conferences and getting that chance to um connect. The at NACE this summer, I was very blessed to win Speaker of the Year for the National Association of Creator. <laughs> Uh, was I, was shocked when I, I was shocked when I saw I hadn't joined NACE. I just joined NACE this yeah. week, uh, last month. And I, uh, somebody, I had got invited out by one of the president, the uh, president-elect here. Yeah. But I, never, I had so much going on, I didn't make it out. Then I saw the average. I was like, oh, my gosh, I should have went. And I, and I know you had told us you were going to be in Dallas, but I didn't know when or what. Yeah. But it was, it was, I was shocked and I was so overjoyed. I said, now, if anybody deserves it, I mean, I've heard some great speakers, but Shannon, if, like I said, if anybody can get to this guy and make him think about his processes, uh, it, Shannon deserves it. because I, I think if anybody can get through to DJs in general, it's not just him. It's the group. No. It's, it can be a little challenging. You guys can. I'm going to put one of the ears on him. It's it's a, a little Mickey over there. But uh, <laughs> no, the pricing, I mean, just something you said about different things that we should do with. Mike was convicted, and he came when we came back and sat down. He's like, "Man, I'm gonna have to try some of that stuff." Shannon said, "You still haven't sent me those PDFs." Oh man, okay, I need to send them to you mm -hmm. uh, from the presentation because I got them. Uh, you know, it's just so much overload between hey, her, Alan, and everybody else. I need that present. Okay, I'm gonna get it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get it to you. I'm just saying it was some good information. It really was. You know, and and one of the things that you really touched on that grabbed me was marketing. 
you know, and some of the things that we do or don't do. And a lot of us miss out on that very piece, how to market our product. And we're sitting in front of social media where there's millions of people and we don't even know how to communicate with them. You know, and we're sitting back and we may have a service that everyone needs. But if you don't know how to get that in front of them, then what good is the service? Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's so much noise in that space because leaving the ad portion aside, it's a free platform, right? So Mm -hmm. everybody and anybody is on it kind of saying the things. And while everybody uses it and spends that time scrolling and looking at stuff, you know, everyone's posting. So it's how do you differentiate yourself and be able to really talk about and showcase your business? Yeah. 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 So let me ask you this. What was the turning point for you in your business where all of those things made sense? Ooh, that's a really good question. I <laughs> because say that like you know the the challenges there's so when you say marketing it's such a like loaded word because there's so much opportunity now in between utilizing social media, email marketing, SEO, web, paid ads, you know, wedding shows like there's just so much of it. And I think it does get so overwhelming to say, where should I be investing the time and energy? And I really think the turning point for me was I started learning about marketing funnels, like rather than just throwing content everywhere, it was really, how am I getting them in? What do I do once they're in to keep them moving through to where, to what I want them to do, which is ultimately to book. And Mm. so, Rather than saying we're going to be on really great on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, this, that, and that, I we really stopped and said, like, let's look at the platforms we're going to use and how are we moving them through the process through each one rather than trying to do all the things we got. We'd get really good at one, we'd have that flow, and then we'd move on to the next one. So I don't know. I think that the, once I stopped trying to do all the things all the time and just focus on one funnel at a time. Now we've got like 20 funnels built. So leads come in a million different ways, but But you you know, Shannon, that's one of the issues we're having with all the things we got. Me and Mike got this project, that project, but I will say we have funneled in lately because we're trying to finish with this podcast. It's growing so fast. We're trying to funnel in and get the website up, get everything done because not only are we, did we do Marquee this year, we've been invited to another DJ conference, Harvest of Sound. We got invited back to Vegas to uh, Mobile. Uh, every- yeah, this is the first. Yeah, so I mean the first time, but I'm saying, so right. now we got three conferences that has invited us out. And then Max, uh, which is Mobile Entertainment Expo, he gave us a free booth and invited us out. And nice. right after he got off the show with us. So, yeah, you're right. We just need to funnel. Like I told Mike, we need to finish. Finish one thing, yeah. then move on to the other one, and then they'll all be working. You know, and then you got more stuff funneling, more possibility of leads, more possibility. So we're doing our best to focus. Maybe I will send you those slides so you can read them and focus. But it is like, you know, kind of what you were saying, like we, I have a podcast with a cake baker friend of mine, and it's called The Wedding Sassholes. So if you focus on weddings. We talk nasty and we get dirty with it, but it's all business to business and teach you all kinds of fun stuff. But 
when we started learning about podcasting and all of the things, you know, we learned all the stuff and we got home from this conference and we said, we're not doing it because it's too much. It's too overwhelming. And about three weeks later, we looked at each other and said, let's just start. We're not even going to do the video. We'll just do the audio. All I care about is the art. Like, let's not care what we look like. Are we cute? Because it's girls. It's different. We got to do hair and makeup when we do this crap. Right? Yeah, I see you then. Got a little lipstick oh on. Gotta be cute. Gotta be cute <laughs> but so I said to her, let's just start. And everyone's like, oh, you have to have video. I'm like, not yet. Like, we all we needed to do was start and be consistent and consistently just keep moving in the right directions rather than worrying about are we posting enough on social are we doing enough here it was really like let's just get started so sometimes you just got to start with something and like you said check off that box be consistent with it get good at it and then you can add the next piece to the pie wow um i follow you and watch your work so you started another project too didn't you we did, uh, you know, <laughs> too many hands and pots, but that was a great, it's another great example of, we've been talking about it for three years and yes. but every time we started to work on it, there were other things and other priorities that came to base. So, you know, you guys as DJs in your industry, you are so spoiled. You have like plethora of conferences. Shannon, hold on. I'm hurt. Why are you, you saying are. that? I'm saying because you have so many, you have so many educators in your space. You have specific conferences for DJs like Marquee and some of the other big national conferences. Like you have all of these tools, but the wedding venues and event venues, it was that area was really lacking. So there's only like five educators in the whole country when it comes to the venue side of the world. So me and my business partners launched a company called Venue Help Desk. And the focus on it is being able to provide the kind of level of education and tools and downloads and courses that are specific to wedding and event venues. Oh, so what? Uh, so what is that? that doing? I also love the DJs and everybody. No, else. What exactly is it doing? I mean, what? How, what does it does it involve? Just venues or how? What is it? Exactly. Yeah, ultimately, the focus on that piece is going to be specifically for um, the venue side of the world. I'll continue to speak and educate in the other spaces, but um, that business specifically is really kind of creating the tools for the venues. Like at Wedding MBA this year, I spoke to the venues on how to build better relationships with your vendors. So we had a lot of vendors in the room who were listening about it, but um, it was more venue-specific education. So I know you don't have your PowerPoint in front of you, but give me a couple of points you gave to them about building a better relationship with their vendors. Ooh, you know, one of them was making sure that it's mutually beneficial. Sometimes the venues refer the hell out of their vendor list, and they don't always feel like they're getting that relationship in return. So it's mm -hmm. teaching the venues that rather than – I don't know, feeling pissy about it, start asking. Say to the DJ that you send 40 venue, 40 weddings and events to and say, hey, listen, could you do a freebie weekday event for me? Or can you give us a good deal on something? So it was just like making sure that the conversation and that relationship, because the venues are always like, it's one-sided. I refer them. We don't get anything in return. I mean, you yeah. guys do a good job. Yeah. Can I use the word? We did this in our talk this morning, reciprocity. Yeah. 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 So I mean that, that's really good because um sometimes we feel the same way too. I mean, yeah, they give us referrals and everything, 
I won't say that, but I sometimes feel like you give a lot sometimes. It could be the other way around, too. A venue can use you up and give you nothing. I have yeah. a couple of those that always, hey, can you do my open house? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you give me a 360? Can you do that? We having this. Can you do that? Okay, oh yeah. And you, and you get no events from that venue, so you feel, I feel used up. So, I, I mean, yeah, it can then go I like then I, you know, so I think that it is, it's important to look at things two sided, you know, to make sure that like exactly what you said, that the part that it should be a partnership in between venues and yeah. their vendors, like it should be two sided and it should be a give, give, you know, both give and both receive. So <laughs> do, we, do we not have the same conversation <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on, we, a, on another show? Yeah, we yeah. actually talked about that and we talked about evaluating relationships yeah. whether it be friendship or business. business yes and and this is some of the you no know, you're talking you're hitting on some of the I points mean, that we hit on yes you know exactly. as far as the you know not just being a take take you know a, a ditty as we call it take that yeah. take that yes so but uh you know give and take you know where where everyone that's involved wins or you know benefit you know where you don't feel like you know you you have all of the weight on your shoulders and the other person is just you know just having the time of their life well and some of that i think really takes the tracking right so if because mm -hmm. systems are my jam so if you as a dj and your listeners really should be keeping a spreadsheet of what venues are you working at the most the planners who refer you the most so that like at the end of the year when you reach out to them you know, and you're doing this end of the year wrap up I'm talking about, you really have that opportunity to be able to say, hey, we worked at your venue 25 times this year, and that doesn't happen by accident. It's clear that you were referring us and sending us business. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're a good partner. If it's one of those people who never ask you for anything saying, is there anything you need from us next year? Like, what can we do for you? Can I, Can you make a Christmas playlist on Spotify? I mean, one of the, my favorite things, this was one of the examples I gave at Wedding MBA, a million years ago when we had CDs, let me date myself a little bit. <laughs> we had a DJ like local in our market that would make these holiday CDs that was like 50% traditional music and 50% like Christmas and holiday bangers you had never heard of before. And, mm -hmm. you know, they gave them out every year in the holidays and I loved it. I love, I look forward to it every year. And so like, how can you be the person that they get excited about? That's so wonderful to hear something like that because we think something like that probably wouldn't mean anything to a, a company, but see, just a simple CD with Christmas music on it meant the world to you. I literally still have them. I was just cleaning out. Oh, wow. Yeah, it meant a lot to you. And you hey, I can tell by the head. Yeah, and by I'm the gonna, And I'm gonna tell you something else that convicted me when you. I was dead set against paying people or doing things, but oh, yeah. if you do it in a way where it's a gratitude or a thank you instead of give me the you i mean if i book you you got to pay 10 percent or something like that 
and you just do it in a way of. Yeah, you know, why don't you say like, I know there's four of you in your office. We'd love to buy lunch and have it delivered one day. Like not even you having to be there or them having the, like, let me DoorDash you lunch one day. Like what's your favorite restaurant? Send me your order. Where's my pen? I need to, Shannon, you just dropping gems and. I remember. Like, there's, there's so many ways. And so it can be like, here's a $200 DoorDash gift certificate, order lunch for the team, get everybody coffee this month. Like whatever that looks like so that it doesn't feel like i don't know and every market is different right like mm -hmm. i'm in florida miami is the king of the kickbacks like the that market in my state is that's like expected so maybe your listeners are like um you know well we do do kickbacks in our market or referral fees whatever you want to call them it's a kickback. yeah well, whatever makes it work we don't really care but, just let us like, yeah. But I think in some markets that's expected or needed and, but it's really hard if you don't do that for everyone the same, it's really hard to, I don't know, to like be even Steven. Cause the minute somebody well, it on so yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say it's hard. It, I, I can't give a venue that's not giving me anything the same thing I can give to somebody that's giving me 20, 30 uh, a right. year, you know? It really doesn't make no sense for you to do that unless you're trying to establish yeah. a relationship. So this- You don't want to establish it that way. No, yeah. well, so, no, you don't, but I'm just saying you're, it, every situation is different and requires something different. Yeah. And, and it goes to, in my opinion, it goes to vetting. Yeah. You know, whether that be vetting someone that you need to work for you or you're vetting the situation that you're in, you know, as far as a planner that's giving you, yeah. you know, something. And you don't never, for me, I don't never want to be on the end where I'm just always taking. Take, take, and it doesn't seem like take, I'm showing take, take. a appreciation for how you're blessing my business, yep. which is blessing my employees and my family and their family and so forth. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I guess that's research too that you've done that you know how many people in the office or do you call them and say how many people you got working today? We're gonna door day. That's that's a good idea because you, you don't have to go and Dallas is so spread out. If you're working yeah. out consistently, you have a good idea of how many people they have, right? Like you've got a decent well, idea. Well, well, it could. You don't know how many people there in the daytime though. Right. Well, I think when you have that on your mind, you start to go. Added in a you know with a different approach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when you go in and meet people, you may be paying a lot more attention. Hmm. So they right. got such, such, such no, I, I pay attention if, if I go on a site visit or something. But I'm yeah. just saying, looking at it the way that she's telling, yeah, you, yeah, she's giving you. You're going to look at it even different. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, You're gonna even, really be I'm going focus ahead, now. Yeah, yeah. You just be going, hey, how y'all doing? Yeah, or talking to the person that you deal with in the yeah. venue. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, really, it's the most simple spreadsheet that you can set up that's just like not so much exactly where are the leads coming from, but tracking kind of really the venues you work at the most and the planners you work with the most. Because even if it's a matter of you're not 100% sure they direct referred you in, maybe they gave them your Instagram or they saw you tagged on something, but those relationships matter. And I think it's easier to keep up the relationships you already have rather than starting from scratch to try to build new. So do I know somebody's probably going to ask this because we're going to try to, this is pre-recorded. So yeah. we may not be responding live because me and Mike may be doing something in, yeah. in Boston. We're going to be in Boston. They answer the, if they ask the questions as they watch the video, we can go back and I'll answer them in the, in the comments. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask one now. 
Yeah. Could you could you share that spreadsheet that you oh, made? I mean, I can just yes, I'll make you one. Yes. Okay. All right. And that would be cool as a way for someone It'll to start. Be super basic, but at least it makes it easy so you can track through. Yeah, you know what you're tracking it just to get an idea of the things you track, and that way we can get an idea. Okay, if I did 15 at Dallas Pub or I did 10 at uh Frankie's Hot Box, you yeah. know, just yeah, or or Tarrant County's finest venue yeah. center, you know, things <laughs> like that. So no, but there is actually a Tarrant event center that we have on our list that we do stuff for. So uh, Shannon's spot. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, again, we're just gonna let y'all know it's pre-recorded. Me and Mike are in. We're in Boston. Actually, we may jump on when this plays and yeah. comment. But we, there's no telling what we might be doing because they have party parties. You know how it is. They got parties planned and all kind of stuff. Yeah. But. But if it's outside, we won't be no. nowhere near it because we no. are not. I'm just saying if they respond to anything, yeah, we'll, we will be responding. Yeah, yeah we'll okay. might not be live while you're watching well, it. We might be, we'll be able to do it on our phone and yeah. just watch it on the phone. But We will be responding. Yeah. You know, I, I can promise you that. And I, I can't wait till we get the opportunity again to be right in front of you. Oh, we're going to get the time. Really get it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, she was fun. She was oh, a, yeah. we almost did about an hour and a half with Shannon too, like we did with Bill two hours. Bill. So, I know yeah. we talked way too much. Yeah. No, it was really good. I mean, like I said, you convicted Mike and he was really just blown away. I was too. I was convicted what? on the not wanting to pay money. And I listened to what you said and I got a whole different perspective yeah. on uh just taking care of people and taking care of those who take care of you. Well, yeah. and for me. I have, I deal with marketing, so I know what a funnel and all of these different things. I've built funnels for clients. So right. the moment that you started speaking that language, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, I, I have to listen to this because, and you know this, with, with marketing, there are so many different strategies. Yeah. And, and you'll come across someone that does something just slightly different you're like, man, that is genius. Brilliant. Brilliant. And it may change your whole business. You know, so no, I, I really appreciate that. But I, I will ask this question. You can't do all the things great. Like you just can't. Like not all at the same time. You've got to systematically attack one area at a time. Like I get so much crap that we don't have a TikTok for wedding venue map yet. And I said to them, look, I grabbed the account, but at the end of the day right now, we are putting really great energy and getting amazing, amazing conversions from the Instagram. And so if I start diverting the time of my social media manager off of the Instagram, then I'm not sure it's going to do like exactly what it needs to do. If they go off and start spending time over there and focusing energy there, will the Instagram fall apart? So until I know that we've got the Instagram systematically, she knows exactly what to do, when to do it, how to run it, which work really close, then we can attack a new platform. But if you so, have asked both of them, they're not going to do you any good. I love how you stay focused on your funnel and you don't let people pull you out and you, okay, we finishing this first. I wish I could do that. I know I get pulled outside a lot. I mean, well, squirrel. Or, I know. But uh one thing I was gonna ask, are you taking this nationwide or is it just a Florida thing right now? 
Um, that's a great question. For right now, I'm happy in my little bubble for wedding. Are you just in the city or Florida? We're just we're actually only in Central Florida. Wow. So wedding venue map is doing great in our market. We're killing it. But I think that I love. Like you said, I like to be diverse with the things and I love educating and speaking and teaching. And it's it would be too hard for me to run a national directory. Oh, like, you'd have to, you'd have I'd to, have to turn hold. off all the other things. And for a window of time, I like stop speaking and stop teaching. And I'm like, God, that's what fuels my soul. Like, I love it. And so mm-hmm. I want to be able to. When Casey calls me and says, we really want you at Marquee, I don't want to have to be like, I can't because we're expanding wedding venue up to another city. I want to be able to come out and teach different types of people in different categories. And I mean, I love that. I was very hesitant with the DJs. I was like, DJs, are you sure? I don't know. Like, But it well, was, it was Casey, a great conference. Casey is a marketing guru, too. Yeah. He just doesn't say it. But I mean, what I mean, you dropped so much knowledge in that 45 minutes. I was like, oh my God. Then I said, we got to get her on, Mike. And I know. I'm trying to work on my topics for next year. I've been playing around with, and Casey and I are battling it out, but I'll win. Okay. Yeah. No, it was really good. And like I say, I had never been convicted about, and I'm not even going to say pay to play, but I've never been convicted yeah. about that. I was completely. Okay, this convince it's a part. It's just doing a price of doing business, and it's not that you paying to play. It's that you're taking care of the people who are taking care of you. So that's how I look at it. And when you look at it, look at it this way: you have sites, you have places out there. You have to pay for leads. I'm just saying when when you have an account on Wedding Wire, what do you think you're doing? You're paying for leads. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And Jeff, could you leave that alone? Hold on, I'm trying to fix some. See, he going okay, leave it alone. I'm, I'm done. All right, okay. Squirrel. Yeah, you are literally my favorite. I yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? <laughs> yes, I'm just his. Hey, put that down. Okay, I quit. All right, yes. I'm sorry. When when he does things like that, I know it's one thing. Yeah. When it being hat season, the hat is too tight <laughs> on his brain. <laughs> I know. I brought my holiday cheer too. Yeah, see, she yeah. brought her cheer to the party. Oh, there's nothing wrong with the cheer. It's just when it starts squeezing your brain <laughs> to the point where you leave it. me alone. I gotta Michael. touch you. I gotta touch you. It's talking to me. It's talking to me. <laughs> leave me alone, Michael. But, but what I was saying, we're we're already doing that. Yeah. And we kind of look at things and say, oh, no, that's not right. But you're already doing it. Right. And a lot of the other things, if you're doing paid social media ads or paid Google ads or any of that stuff, you're getting unqualified leads, right? You're getting super. They're I like, like that. unqualified leads. I mean, that all of mind. that stuff, it's they're warm leads, right? But a referral yeah. walks in your door as a hot lead, hot, hot, hot. And so why would you... <laughs> invest some of that energy into you know some of that money or the time in terms of giving back to the places and spaces that are feeding you hot leads that close faster wow got it see that was another thing she convicted me on too so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that i mean and somebody we need to get on kc because i told him i said all the uh, recordings you have you need to put those out man so people if they didn't make it you know people will pay for it 
Well, yeah. I'm just saying he can slice it up and make, you know, I would definitely take all of the hot points and make a video and use yeah. that as a form of marketing for the next show. Yeah, I, I'm sure he does that. Yeah. But I'm saying I would love to hear some of the full. Yeah, I, I get it. But but there's a flip side to that. Yeah. Uh-huh. People you know, not they, showing up. They may not show up. I know, I know. So it's a hard, you know, when you're, when you're planning a conference, even from a content standpoint, you know, he's like, well, I think they need, and I'm like, well, I think they need this based on what we talked about. So I'm excited this year with Marquis specifically, um, the way we're going to set it up is I'm going to do like a Monday intensive. Like I'm going to teach, it'll be a separate ticket, like a separate cost, but I'm going to do like a three hour, three to four hour intensive oh, that, hmm. that you okay. the DJs can, you know, or the attendees can add on. We're just working on like specific topic or either we've been, what do you guys think? We've either been talking about email marketing where it's like a workshop. So you're building the templates and doing the things or social media strategy. I would say this here, Shannon. It would have to be social media strategy for me. I Although I like email marketing, but, but that could be my speaking topic. I could speak about that then during the conference and we could yeah. do that. I feel yeah. like we're saying people are like they know they need to do social media. If they someone gives them a plan, they'll execute it. So I was like, we could kind of take that afternoon to design a plan that would work for a DJ. Yes. And I'll say this here. Uh, because I'm a product of this. A lot of people, whether it be DJs or what, whatever, they don't realize the potential that they have at their hand when it comes to social media. Agreed. You know, and and without realizing that potential, they have no idea how much money they're leaving on the table. Mm -hmm. And I started doing something with one intent. My my intent was what well, had several other things wrapped around it, but my intent was to display my skill without selling. Yeah. Because people hate to be sold. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, what came from it was one, I got to a point to where Facebook, you know, started paying me. You know, I have ads attached to anything that I put out there. Mm-hmm. So every month I'm getting a check and that check continues to do this here. Yeah. yeah. Even when I don't do anything. Yeah, yep. he's still getting paid. So yeah, we don't realize what, so, well, some people have realized it. A lot of us just haven't realized yet what social media, can oh, yeah. YouTube, yeah. Uh, all the money you can make. Uh, some of us realized the potential during the pandemic. A lot of DJs were making good money during the pandemic DJing on uh, uh, Twitch. Yep. Well, Mm-hmm. And that's good. I'm just saying Twitch is one thing, but there's nothing like making money even when you're asleep. Oh, yeah. Nothing like it. And that's social media. Yep. And and I think that will be wonderful for you to talk about having a plan and what that looks like. Because yeah. I think a lot of us get lost there. And also with that plan, being able to emphasize on the point of consistency and being yep. persistent. Because without those two things, you're just spitting in the wind. 
But it's easy to do that when you have the plan, right? Like it's easier to be oh. consistent. You guys know what day your podcast is on. What are you going to talk about? Who are you going to talk to? Like you have a plan in place. So it yeah. makes it a lot easier to go in and execute rather than, and to learn what the tools are. Because if you figure out there's all these tools that you can use that don't cost much per month that you can schedule mm -hmm. and build out all the pieces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you convince me. We'll do social media strategy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh -uh, hey don't, yeah. No. But, but don't, I don't, whatever you do, don't tell Casey it was our idea. <laughs> he watches this. You're busted. I don't know what to tell you. Do not tell him. <laughs> no, I know. Fight you. No, we're no, doing no. no, but I think like we've talked about some of the AI tools, like doing a session on artificial intelligence. Like I use a ton of AI to cheat and automate in the business that not everybody is really using or even knows exists. Oh, we're yeah. all guilty. Yeah, we're all guilty. I've, I've named mine. Her name is Chat Chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, we take full advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, we It wasn't Marquee, but it was DJ X I went to, and this guy, his name was uh, Jock St. Uh, John or something. Man, he gave four sessions. He said by the fourth session, Jeff, you keep easing further and further to the front for eight sessions. Now you're my best pupil. I'm sitting on the front row. I'm like, because I mean, he took, he did one and he put a person up there talking in less than 20 minutes, talking all about somebody, your company. I'm like, that is freaking incredible. And you yeah. know, you can pick the Spanish or whatever you want to, to tell a customer about the uh, invoice you just sent them. I was like, man, so much we can do with technology. It I know. is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Is. So you're going to speak twice again? Yeah, we'll do. I think I'm doing two sessions, Tuesday and Thursday. And then Monday, we'll do the workshop intensive. So that'll be fun. But I, I do think that you should touch on the emails, too. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's a good, I, you know, again, it's the same thing that if you can build out the templates, it's a, it's a great funnel for you to be able to use. If it's simplified, it's just like, what am I supposed to send? So for those who haven't seen me speak, I'm super mechanical. So I just give you the whole damn roadmap during the session. That's it. Well, you did. You really did. So, so let me ask you this. And I know we're being pressed for time. So how can funnels help our businesses? And I mean, I think it, yeah, it's, it takes like the most basic concept of a funnel is it takes cold lead and warms them up to the point where by the time you're talking to them, they want to buy. So it's kind of like somebody sees you posting on social media and they like the post. Well, what's the next step you want them to take? Right. So they're on your Instagram. They like your post. What's what's the next step? The next step isn't always going to be, well, let me book an appointment because I want to hire them for my wedding. Like uh -huh. the next it might be, I want to see you maybe are like, hey, come check out all the playlists we have over on our blog or like here's a free resource for you to download. And so it's kind of like how you move them through to get to the ultimate point, which is a booking. A and so like it's just looking at all those different opportunities and exactly what you're saying, like, what's the next step call to action? Like if you don't post and pray on social media, like post and what do you want them to do next? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's wow. it. You just funnel them through. But again, most of the time we're just busy. And so we just do. But the minute you stop, we're working on our print publication right now. And the amount of print ads that people are spending a lot of money on print 
and I get the ad and I'm like, there's, it's a beautiful picture of your venue, but what do you want them to do? And they're like, Oh, book a tour. I'm like, great. Let's so have that. Is, is that your main call to action? What, what I can do to make them make a phone call or book an appointment or keep going to follow me and, and check me out. So what stops them from stopping? What do you think things that cold stop people when they're, when they're, when they're kind of stalking you in the beginning? Can I say dirty words on this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Say whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, come on. Shitty content. <laughs> <laughs> when hey. you make when you make shitty content, ugly videos, dumb, you post dumb shit on social media, they're they're they won't they won't take any action. So you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, no you want to put you want to put content out there and you want to put a lot of content out there as much as you can, but you've got to make sure it's quality. So sometimes I'll see like really bad videos from DJs on their reels. And I'm like, what? don't put that out there. Like it looks, I'm like, they don't even look like they're having fun in the video. Like don't go live at a wedding. If the dance floor isn't packed. Do you know how many people do that? You DJs do that all the time. I get these notifications on a Saturday night because I don't work weddings any, and events anymore. And it's like DJ so-and-so is live and I pop it open and they're like showcasing a room with an empty dance floor. And maybe they're trying to show the lighting, but it doesn't look good. Wow. Mm. I, I think I was intending to reach out to you and tell you, have you take a look. Because yeah. I think you offered something like taking a look yeah, at I website. Like an Instagram audit. Okay. I might mm. have to get an audit. And what is the price point on that? It's a hundred dollars. It's pretty oh, okay. expensive. It's probably worth it for some of us, especially. I mean, honestly, support. I just I do a screen recording. I look at it like I'm a potential client first. Like so, my first look is I just kind of go through your Instagram and I pretend like somehow I landed there. Whether it was a venue told me about you or whatever, somehow magically I got to your account and I just I like I judge it like a 25 year old bride looking through her little goggles. <laughs> so I always tell people, cover your belly button because it's about to get ugly. Like I'm gonna rip you apart first and then I'm gonna teach you how to fix it real. I'll give you a few easy suggestions. Uh -huh. of, like your hashtag not using them or they're not good or you forgot the tag on the on the venue and just some things that I can see so that you can level it up pretty quick. Mm -hmm. But it's not pretty. I mean, if you are not, if people are like, I don't think my Instagram's really good. I'm like, then you need the audit. What, what is it called again? It's just an Instagram audit. Oh, yeah. I just do an audit. It's $100. It's easy. It's easy. It's an IA in full effect. <laughs> IA, I'm going to shred you. Be ready. Wow. And the reason why I do a recording and send it to people is because I used mm. to do it live with them on Zoom and I couldn't take the looks on their faces. Mm. But I mean, some of us know if we have any content. I get well, it. It's one thing knowing. Don't you think some people think they have good content? And then I'm yeah. like, yes, of course they do. And you yeah. know how people have a problem with change, Jeff. Yeah. You can't just... somebody sent me a dancing on the clouds. My wife did a dancing on the clouds Sunday and she sent the video. I was like, oh man, don't post that with my name on it. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. And my wife, like, I'm not sure what she did. Don't 
uh, please tell. I said, baby, why are you telling the taggers with that horrible video? It was horrible. Block content. Oh, my God. You going to block her? <laughs> no, we didn't block her, but I was like. I'm blocking her, but I removed that tag quickly. Removed yeah, the tag. I, like, I didn't share it to my page. I mean, mm -hmm. I was like, man, what was that? So, but I think so, sometimes it's just that, like, it's a fresh set of eyes looking at stuff. But really, because my full-time business, I live in the lane in between clients planning their wedding and the vendors in the business. Like I, I do 20 plus wedding shows a year. I talk to brides and grooms consistently. I talk to them in the DMs. So I really feel like even though I'm not 25 planning a wedding, I have a pretty good handle on what they're looking for, what they like, what they don't like. And being able to help make sure that, you know, some of those things, oh, I get to people's websites and I do the same thing. You get to a website and you're like, I'm looking for this, 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 and this, and I can't find it. And they're like, well, it's all the way on the bottom of page four. I'm like, I didn't see it. <laughs> you know, how hard is it for me to find it? So, you know, you have all these resources that you're using for marketing and I appreciate it. It's not easy. There's too many of them coming at us, but if you half-ass all of them. Oh boy. She's you know? Wow. I I miss it. And I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. She's so, right. so with that, with that a I mean that IA, that Instagram audit, do you give them suggestions? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some of it is just looking at what's what they're already doing and how to make it better because I feel like if it's a, you need to change everything, sometimes I literally will be like, oh, it's rough. Just like, delete the page and start over. Yeah. Or I'll say, you know, listen, uh, our company philosophy is we don't move back, we move forward. Like, we don't go back and change. The, some things you can make easy fixes. Like, if you forget to tag the venue or location tag them, you can go back and fix that on some of the posts. But a lot of it is, like, you don't want to just empty your page out so it looks like you don't exist. Just start making better content today. Then you can go back and start deleting some of the older rough stuff. Oh, okay. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. And this is a question solely from me. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. My my Instagram account consists of me DJing, yep. my healthy lifestyle, and and maybe some marketing things. Do you think it's a bad practice to to have multiple things going on from a business standpoint? When it comes Great to question. Mm -hmm. I think that it can be challenging and confusing if you're trying for that to be a lead funnel. So if you want your I Instagram, to be, if you want your Instagram to be brand awareness only, so meaning that if somebody hears about you or sees it on your website and kind of clicks over, I think that it's okay to be multifaceted, but like wedding venue map, my account for our business account is targeted at couples planning their wedding. So when we post about business to business stuff, we do it in the close friends where the couples can't see it. Like we kind of post things in a way that because we need it to lead generate and we have really clear calls to actions about planning weddings. It's super mm -hmm. confusing when my team is like, come to our networking event, which we've done in the past. Do you want to know how many times I had brides buying tickets to networking events? Mm. Mm. Because that wasn't the audience who was in front of me. And then I was, I mean, I had both audiences in front of me. So 
I mean, it just, it can get confusing. If you want leads from that platform, you've got to divide it up. I'm not saying you have to put it into three and I'm not saying you can't ever talk about your healthy lifestyle because people like to know who you are and who they're doing business with, but it can just get muddy. So if you're okay, like me personally, just nothing, but it should be nothing but me DJing. No, no. I, I think people want to know you're human a little bit, right? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't ever, but maybe that's where the stories live. Maybe you talk about those things and stuff that's 24 hours because stories are really for the people who are already following you okay. rather than the new people coming to find you. So mm. if I'm a new person coming to find you and I'm going through the feed and watching your reels, that should be like a mini website. But if they've decided, if they've seen that and they've chosen to follow you, then maybe you put those marketing tips or healthy lifestyle or the other things in your family or whatever, you put that in stories because that's a way for your followers to interact with you. Mm. Y'all heard it right here. Free gym. She's going deep, man. Deep. Okay. She's dropping bombs. I'm not going to say like in Himashima, but I it's happening. Get, I'm going to have to get my uh, Ben Franklin out and have her take a look at nuclear a, bombs nonetheless. Nuclear yeah, so Take a look at Wow. I mean, that's deep. I mean, and that's for free, y'all. That's the kind of stuff you get at these conferences. Like, and you got the nice speaker of the year right here. For absolutely F R E E. Nay, Speaker of the year. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wasn't surprised. I was like, wow. I mean, I heard her in Chicago and she was really great. Well, I, I'm just saying it's one thing to have information that people need, it's another thing to be able to relay that information yeah. in a way that they're, you know, that they can receive it. Mm -hmm. And not only receive it, but they can act on it. And everybody are not able to do that. Not saying that they can't, they just... No, but I can appreciate that. Like, even today, I did a demo with this platform that's great for venues, and the way he was explaining it in a call like this that we were recording, he'd explain it, and I'd be like, so what you're saying is... Because I'm like, the way he explained it, I'm advanced, and I could barely understand it. And so I said, if I send this out, the venues will have no idea what he's talking about. So it was like, how can we rework it in a way... And so I don't know. That's that's honestly why my company hasn't grown nationally, because I love this stuff. Like I really it like fills my soul to be able to teach and help people grow their businesses. And like it just and like I'm love that in a commercial for our show. Shannon might have to do our in my intro. Yeah. These guys absolutely love and it feeds their soul to teach and try to it give does. back to the community and make it better. Yeah, that's exactly how we feel about what we do. And yeah. uh yeah. Have you have you considered, or it seems like you are doing that, but I'm going to ask anyway. Or are you doing a, uh, um, what is the acronym? Are you doing online classes? Uh, Not yet. We've got a lot of stuff coming, but we had, um, I had a few challenges internally in our, with our team. We had some turnover, which you all know is a wild ride. When someone leaves and you've got to hire someone, someone experienced and doing a killer job leaves and you're like, oh, shit, here we go. You got to start all over again with someone new. So it set back a few things. But, yeah, I'm ultimately trying to because we can only go so far and be in so many places. But yeah. you know, trying to take some of this stuff and be able to turn even taking the presentations from the conference and putting them out in a way where it's kind of like micro education, where uh -huh. it's not yeah. so much 
because it's hard. I mean, I love in-person conferences because of the camaraderie and the education, the learning, but it can be so overwhelming. Oh, and yeah. so yeah. sometimes you have that one problem, like you said, you know, you're just like, I really need to know how do I build better relationships? And so kind of taking those pieces together. So some exciting things definitely coming next year. So, yeah. Now that you said, I'll, let me ask you a question about, so if you go to a conference, how much do you try to come back and implement? Or do you just say, okay, I got one or two things I'm going to come back and implement. And I know these things can immediately make a difference or how do you handle it when you come? I take exceptional notes and I have a rule of three. When I leave the conference, and no matter how good my notes are and the 9,000 ideas that are in them, I say, what are the three things that I'm going to do within the next 90 days? Like immediately, what are my only three? Because it can't, it's never more. I've tried five, five was too many. And it's what are, like you've got 90 days, so 30, 60, 90. What are you going to implement from this conference immediately? The, it Little little fixes, little switches, tiny changes. It's not it's not like I need to I need to build a new website because you leave sometimes with those and you're like, that's a year long process. Yeah, it can so, be a long process. I mean, but whoa, I mean, you you own it. I mean, you're telling yeah. it because I like I always say I don't even go that deep. I just like what is one thing I can implement immediately? Yeah, that's how I do it. Because if yep. I try to come, man, sometimes I'll be so overwhelmed. I'll be like, oh my God, I feel like I just had a fight with Mike Tyson. I don't know where to punch back or to just turn and let him hit me in the back of the head as I walk away. But that way, you know, just that one thing can be so instrumental to your business. But I like that the threes and 90 days. Yeah, so I got, um, I'll send it to you guys so that you can post it with this episode. I have to go. Please. Home. But I have a good um, spreadsheet. I'm not a spreadsheet. I have a worksheet that I bring with me to every conference. That is, oh, wow. it's, my, it's my 30, 60, 90. And then on the back side, it's quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. So sometimes yeah. I get a really good idea. So let's use wedding MBA is in November or let's use marquee is in June. So that's a great, I, I learned something awesome. And I'm like, that's in my first 30, 60, 90. But then I learned something else really cool. And I'm like, God, that's not a high priority. On the back side, I'll be like, I'll work on that quarter two next year. Or I'll work on that in, just in the last quarter of the year. And so I can kind of like, I keep that paper next to me as I'm learning and taking other notes so I can jot down the action items onto that worksheet. But it's just a PDF. I'll give you the link where people can go download it. And and. And do you mind? Because I would like to take that and digitize it. I mean, like, what do you mean digitize it? I'm going to make it where I can do all of that work on my computer instead of writing. Oh, I could probably make it a writable PDF. Oh, I, I know you can. I know I can. I'll give you the document for nothing, and then you can turn it into a writable PDF for me. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I, I got that, you. That, but that's, I mean, look, that's just some gems. Do we even have to ask her for some gems? Uh, well, we have to ask this question. I don't know about you. Anyway, oh, uh, the hat is tight. The hat is tight. Forgive him. <laughs> so what is a gem that you would leave us with? I know you you dropped bless a tsunami us. on us. I know. What I is know. the gem that you drop you bless us with? You know, um, in closing. My best gem since this is a December episode is to don't lose the opportunity to make your plan for next year. Like I know it's busy. I know you have so many holiday parties and 
wrapping up weddings and maybe you have one even all the way up until New Year's Eve, but December has to be every month that you're setting aside specific days to set together, set out your roadmap for the following year. Because what will happen is you'll start January, the holidays come, you haven't done it, and then you'll never do it. And it'll be May and you'll be like, shit, I never made a plan for the year. So, so what, what does your plan consist of? I mean, it's really like, what are the big, what are the big goals per quarter? Because I think nothing happens in a month. Everything takes 90 days. What are the okay. big goals that you want to achieve each quarter? And then what are all the tiny behaviors and activities listed underneath them in bullets that we have to do to achieve that goal? Hmm. Hmm. So let's say mm -hmm. you want a new website. Let's use that one as your basic example. You're like 2024. I need a new website. When do you want it by? August. Great. So quarter Two, we're going to work on that. Quarter two, quarter three, we're going to dive into that. Now, what are all the things you have to do? You have to find a web team. You have to find where are you hosting it. Choose a template. Write the content. Pull the pictures. Like, write out the actual actionable things you have to do to get it done. And so, if you sit down and you just really give yourself a day and just brain dump all of these things that you've been dreaming about or wanted to do or fix your Instagram or whatever, but, like, don't start the new year without a freaking plan. I hate, I hate this is not live. I don't it know, is live. I know, but I'm saying, I, no matter what we're doing, uh, y'all, this show is pre-recorded. I am going to have to be in the comments. Oh, uh, I will be in the comments. Yeah, we I don't know what you're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, that is just, but you know, you're right. And I was just talking to my wife about that on her business today. I said, baby, do you have a plan? Because if you don't have a plan, where are you going? What is your goal? What are you trying to get to? Are you just going to stationary business, yeah. just be doing it? Uh, you, I mean, well, I don't do that. I say, well, you need to because you, okay, I set a goal. You, you don't yeah. have to be that like, crazy, but at least set a goal of where you're trying to go. So I you know have people say to me all the time, oh, you get to go to all these conferences. I wish I could go. I'm like, why can't you go? And they're like, well, it oh, costs money. Wow. And I'm, like, I'm like, guys, wedding MBA is like the cheapest conference that's at. Like, it's a, it's a few hundred bucks to travel from. Uh, is it expensive? Vegas is cheap. I'm like. You can't find a way throughout the year to save $1,500 in your business and block three days to go learn. Like, why can't you go? And so, and it's really because they don't make a plan. Oh my gosh. Make a plan, work the plan. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot on 12. Yeah. 12, 12 what? 12, 12? Mm -hmm. 12, whatever the seven days. Well, oh God, my I God. have to put that on my calendar so I can be up in the car. Oh, no, we'll tag you. We'll send you the link when it goes. Yeah. Right. I'm just, oh. we're just really grateful, Shannon. Yes. Uh, for, oh you, for you coming on and blessing us and blessing the audience because it's, it's just a wonderful thing, you know, to hear, you know, someone tell you what's needed to be done. And not only tell you, but someone that's living in that. Yeah. You're not yeah. just giving us a fairy tale story. You're giving no. us a movie that's based on a true story. But you know what, Mike? That might be what it is about Shannon that gravitates everybody to it. Not only are you giving us the blueprint, you're actually doing it. And a lot of people tell you what they did, but they don't tell you how to do it. Yeah. Oh, I always joke and say, like, on Instagram, go look at my business page, my personal Instagram. There's DMs I haven't read for six months. Like, don't, my personal, not what we talk about. The business, whole different ballgame. Like, practice what you preach or don't preach it at all. And so, but I think I preach it because I made the mistakes. The first <laughs> few years of my business, I didn't make a roadmap. 
And I felt every year like I was just spinning in a tornado and it was a shit show. And I'm like, what are we supposed to be working on? <laughs> like, I was like, there's so many things, all the things, all the time. And then when I stopped and said, you know what? We're not doing this shit next year. I can't feel like this again. And we made the plan. I was like, oh my God, why did I wait so long to do that? Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's nothing like that personal experience. No, 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 no. And it said, this is what we shouldn't do. Don't bump your head when you don't have to. Yeah. If someone is showing you a roadmap that's proven, get past that. Well, I got to put my name on it. If I don't do it, it ain't right. Get past that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if someone is showing you how to do something and it's proven, so what? You didn't come up with the idea. You better be careful. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you better be careful over there. <laughs> yeah, so what? I'm yeah. just saying, it, it doesn't matter if you didn't come up with the idea. Yeah. It's just about, and and one thing for me that I never, well, I don't have a problem with, if we're working and doing something and you come up with the idea and it's it's the best idea, I have no problems with that. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Because it, it works. Yeah. You know, anything else would be foolish. Tom Fullery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Santa, and we I know think that's, right, that's the best piece of the conferences and stuff is that you get that opportunity not only to learn from speakers and educators, but to really learn from each other and to be having yeah. those conversations to say, you're in Texas. What do you care what a DJ's doing in New Jersey? You're not going to New Jersey. So if he's doing something like, what's the best gift you've ever given? you know, to a venue and like, why not collaborate and say, if it works there, it might work here. And, but you don't, Facebook groups are fine, but we don't have time to sit in Facebook groups all the time. When you're in person and you immerse at a conference, you can have those conversations in a great way. And so that's why I'm coming back to Marquee because it was a great yeah, group. It goes, yeah, it really goes down. That. We had those conversations in, oh, yeah. in that I, day. I got kidnapped several times. So just one question I want to ask. So what was like your first conference or what made you start going to conferences? Um, I knew that there was, I love learning. So you've got to be, and I know that if someone can teach me, I'm a good little student and I'll go execute it like you guys were saying. And so earlier in my career, Wedding MBA really was the only conference in terms of as a venue, I was a venue. There was really the only conference that had general wedding business knowledge and marketing and sales stuff. And I went to my boss and I said, I really want to go to this conference. And he told me, I'll buy the ticket. You have to pay all your own travel because he wanted to see how invested I was in it. And I said, great, I'll do it. And I came back this little sponge with a thousand ideas. (laughs) And within 30 days, he said, give me all your receipts. And he paid for the whole thing. Because he was like, you, because I took it seriously. And I don't, I mean, like, I appreciate the parties and stuff, but like, I'm there to learn. Like, I need to learn. That could be be my sister, man. That's just how I feel about the conferences right there. Because I go to learn. I can party anytime. Yeah, like, I'll go have a drink or two with you and connect with you. But at the point in which everybody's like, I'm like, I'm good. I'm going to bed because class starts at nine. Like, I need to get up and go to school. I got to go to school tomorrow. Like, I got to go. And so I think that, like, I learned so much. And obviously, I started going to conferences before we had all this online education. 
So I was able to learn so much and come back and implement. And I was seeing the dollars move with the things that I had learned. And so being able to do that, I mean, I'm like a wedding MBA lifer. I've gone every year for like 15 years. I haven't missed it. Like wow. I just because because I, I said I wasn't gonna go next year, but I'm sure somebody can convince me or something will come up. And I, I mean, but if you can get, but you guys, like I said, you guys have all these DJ conferences and other education that venues. But there's and nothing like wedding MBA to me. Five thousand people. Oh, I, uh, I love going to listen to venues. I like going to listen to people like you. I yeah. like going to listen to a photographer or yeah. a, a social media uh, guru. Yeah. So I can't, I can't get that, but I can't get somebody telling me about a venue at a DJ conference. No. I can't get a, you know, we might have a photographer come talk to us, but it's nothing like a caterer. I can go sit in a catering thing and listen. I can go to an efficient yeah. uh room and listen to what they look for how they do things but i yep. really love the venues i went to a bunch of venues and this year they did a lot of stuff on taxes so yep. i went through most of the tax uh things but like yeah, i say I it's all, really cool stuff on the taxes yeah, yeah Shanna, it was tax stuff was off the chain was this good. year i bought several books yep no it was good so yeah i'll be reading, no, I'll be reading my book on the flight to boston <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but ma'am, I, I, I can't thank you enough. We can't wait to see you again in Chicago. And I really hate, I could kick myself for not coming to hear you at NACE or at least coming down and find you a cold uh, water or something, you know, yeah, or giving you some fluffy ears to take back with you mm. to uh, Orlando or Florida. Bring some yeah. spirit with us. Yeah, so yeah, no, good. we look forward to Chicago. But oh, man, yeah. God, thank you for carving out some time. Oh, I know we've been talking so so uh, if you want to, can you give them ways to get in contact with you? Anything you're selling, offering? We don't mind you selling. You can sell, need, you can sell that sign behind you if you I'm want to. I'm going to give you the spreadsheet. I'll give you a template for that so they can have it. And then my like conference PDF, he's going to turn it into something typable, which will be great. <laughs> and um, I was like, done. You can type right well, on Well, my there. wife knows how to do that, too. I do, too. But yeah. Yeah, just, but it just, okay, you know, shannontarrant.com has got my info on it. It's hi at shannontarrant.com if someone wants to reach out to me. And if they have any questions or ideas or want to argue with me and disagree, feel free. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. You want to hey. argue with me? Oh, it's only the DJ podcast that I get argued with, if that makes you feel better. Well, we wow. didn't argue. We didn't argue. No, no, no not you, the listeners. <laughs> oh, okay. yes. Well, yes. they won't argue with you. Well, yeah. we'll see. Well, we'll every, now and then, every now and then, I'm a little controversial and they don't like it. But. Oh, yeah. I love it. Good. I live for it. <laughs> and we're going to pop this one up here just so if they have any questions at the end, yeah. we can get some yeah. answers. If y'all have any questions, please put them in the chat or send a direct DM to me or Mike, and we will get them to Shannon after the show. Hopefully, she'll tune in and watch, or she, you know, she won't be doing 10 hundred other things that she's doing. And uh, if y'all can't tell, the comments, though, I'll come in and help answer. So use use the comments underneath. Is this you're watching this live, and I'll come in and answer and help too. Thank okay, you. Okay, all right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And thank we you. we appreciate you. Um, as always, it's an honor, and we want to thank you again and and have our wonderful listeners because some of them, some of these people are going to want to get that audit. I guarantee you. Yeah, just shoot me an email to the hi at shannontarrant.com and we'll, we can drop that down in the chat. I'll drop, we can drop my email address in. And if you want to do the Instagram audit, just shoot me an email and I'll start cranking them out. Yes. yes All right. Yes. 
Well, we're going to close out and give us a moment and we'll see you guys next time. It was an honor. Bye. Peace.